The text for the Lord's Supper this evening is found in 1 Corinthians, the 11th chapter, and I will read verses 23 through 28. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he brake it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood, this do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. The Apostle Paul wrote the instructions for the Lord's Supper about 25 years after our Lord had instituted them. These instructions had, as he had noted in verse 23, been previously given to the church in Corinth. However, by the time of this writing, they had not taken those instructions seriously. The church's at least in the early going of the gospel, would meet and have what was called a feast of love. We would call it a potluck, a church potluck. And following that, then they would have the Lord's Supper. But in the church in Corinth, over time, that time that should have been a time to develop unity among the church members, it had kind of devolved into a situation where those that had more than others were not sharing. And so, as Paul noted in verses 17 through 22, some left quite full and others left quite hungry. And so the apostle wrote to the church there to let them know that the instructions that he had given them concerning the Lord's Supper were something that they needed to follow those commands, to take them seriously, that it was a solemn ordinance to be observed by those who were truly saved and therefore in unity both with God and their fellow Christians. So after reiterating the instructions, the Apostle Paul said in verse 28, but let a man examine himself. Well, regular examination can be critical in avoiding a disaster. After a high school, I 
worked three years in the grain shipping and feed production industry. And part of that job, a very important part, was examining and inspecting and maintenancing the equipment in that plant. In fact, throughout that plant were these warning signs posted that grain dust was like explosives. And so we took that seriously. And during those three years, we received news, and it seemed frequently that other plants just like ours had burnt down. And so that made you want to make sure that you followed the operating instructions correctly, that uh, when you were asked to go uh, examine equipment, that you maintenanced it in the way that you should. In 2009, I found out that in the year 2000, uh, that that plant had burnt down. And I often wondered what was the cause of it. Well, we have ordinance, of course, on a regular basis in the apostolic faith on a quarterly basis. And it's a time for us to have an examination, to have a spiritual inspection, because we too want to avoid a disaster. Uh, we don't want to fall into a situation like some of those in the church of Corinth fell into. So as we partake of the Lord's Supper, in verse 23, it notes that we look back at a specific night. Paul wrote that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed. So this is a historical event. There was a time that the Lord took to set this ordinance into motion as he set other things into motion that would at that time lead to his death upon the cross. So it says that when he was, that same night that he was betrayed, he took bread and when he had given thanks, he break it and said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. He wanted us to remember what his body went through in his sacrifice. And that's what we do when we come into an ordinance service and we have the opportunity to pray. And then it says in verse 25, after the same manner. So he was wanting uh, his disciples. He was wanting the believers. He's wanting you and I to know this was a very specific uh, institution of instructions and commands we were to follow. He said, in the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. And in Mark's gospel, it adds when he said that this uh, is my blood, he said, shed for many. So it was an ordinance for all who would ever 
have that blood applied to their heart and to their life. And so we, again, we want to be able to take the Lord's ordinances, the Lord's supper and foot washing, we want to take it with the proper gravity to it, to take it seriously and to take the time in prayer to consider the great price that our Lord paid. It is a and should be a spiritual memorial uh, to us of our Lord's tremendous sacrifice paid for our redemption. It's a wonderful time that we have to reflect upon that. He said that we keep this, the Lord's death, until he comes. So it's something that we both look back to and we also look forward. We look back to his death, but we look forward to his uh, imminent, his soon return. Uh, We have great anticipation for that. It should also be a time that personally each one of us uh, reflect upon that specific day when he saved us, when he saved you, and when he saved me. And then we take examination. Does that blood still have everything covered in my heart and in my life. We want to be able to partake of it worthily. So we examine ourselves to make sure that that precious gift of salvation is still fresh in our heart. And we want to give thanks to God on an ordinance night that we have this opportunity to partake of the Lord's Supper and the foot washing These are the ordinances that keep us in unity in the body of Christ.